Dude. What's up, Shane? I was right, man. Obama was a time traveling jumper, man. <laughs> it was always it was always written on the walls, man. We all knew. I knew it. Oh, actually, you helped me solve that case. You helped well, me with the Obama being the the, the jumper. Jump through. Jump through. We couldn't have, we couldn't have done it without Tim Taylor and uh, Grant Cameron. So, shout out, shout out to Grant Cameron and his jump room his jump room story. Yeah, you know what? Shout out to hey, Nora. Did you not read what was up there? This is definitely not a room for Nora. Or wait, you're definitely not Nora. You're allowed in here. Oh wait, was Nora the one? I saw some somebody was. Ah, I don't know who that person is, but I saw some memes going around of this person, not Nora, and they were like making fun of, I guess, Grush for not something about this whole hotel room. This thing doesn't make sense to me. First of all. As someone who's traveled, you know, professionally, um, fuck you, pay for my travel 100% all the time, all day, every day. I don't give a shit. I will not pay for something. And I don't care if you told, if disclosure was on the road for what? No way. Corporate is paying for this. Whip out the company card. All right. And you can get me to DC. Like, I'm totally on my Rihanna kick, like, fucking pay you, pay me what you owe me, man. Like, don't act like you forgot, like, Grush, Grush the fucking man, like, let's pay for him to go places, all right? Like, and it, this, there is obviously some level of miscommunication here. Like, I don't think he was like, um, guys, I'm not coming because, you know, the, of the plane ticket. Like, obviously there's, this is. And the fact that people would run, run with it, too, kind of gets me a little upset, but not that upset. So definitely not Nora. Uh, you're definitely not Nora or me. So that's good to know. You know what bothers the hell out of me is the fact that it's the United States government. She's a fucking senator. She knows that that doesn't work that way. He would be getting per diem. Hell no. He... It shouldn't work that way for numerous reasons. Matter of fact, that's why this whole arrow shit sucked. Me and uh, when I was at the Roswell Daily Record, we literally, I called it, this shit was blue book. There was no system in place for people to get as a whistleblower. There was no number to call. Uh, arrow was saying we need to be re have referrals, but no one was being referred. It's a fucking shit show. So I think it sounds like she was playing on our side because that's ridiculous. He's a goddamn whistleblower about to blow the... What the fuck is that, man? I literally got per diem to go get my my nuts clipped. That makes no sense. I think it's... There's some sort of left hand not talking to the right hand scenario going on here. Like, I feel like Gillibrand is getting this information from a staffer who is not fully aware of the details. Like, that's what I'm... Again, so I really... I don't want to... I don't want to like knock Gillibrand and I don't want, obviously don't want to hey. knock Rush, but I think it's a little, I think there's some, obviously some confusion going on right well, now. Well, I, I did look it up. There, there actually is some logic to it. I, Cause I was wondering what the hell, but there apparently is a rule for a uh, Congress that if you are a subpoenaed witness, you get pretty, you get your expenses paid. But if you are not, if you're a volunteer witness, you don't. And it's just a rule they have to follow. So, I don't think it was anything malicious. I think it was just a technical thing. 
But can't they Yo, can't they subpoena him? Just I'm pretty positive. Like a lot of times, like in the military, they'll go through that motion anyway, even though it's not a negative thing. Subpoenaing somebody's not necessarily so that they get covered for that. It just tells me that they're not putting the effort in because they could think about that. United States senators saying, "We sorry, we can't get the money for your hotel." Are you fucking kidding, dude? I know people who aren't senators that are in the government who would find a loophole, figure out a way to get them. They used to do that. Well, maybe what they should have she should have done is had I mean to that point to have have her staff uh, look for a way to to make that happen, right? Um, but I don't know. Sounds like something was missed. I, I just want to say if UFO Twitter can rally for UFO Shane, uh, I think we could rally for Crush. Speaking of people who need some help, man, <laughs> I, I literally just broke my eight hundred dollar mixing board. So if you guys could help a guy out. I'd appreciate it. I'm not buying you oh, shit. Well, Fuck you. I thought, wait, that's definitely not Nora. Because she sounded too sweet. He could just ask Melon or Corbell to pay for it. I know they got the dough. I mean, Melon's not spending it on loafers, that's for sure. That definitely doesn't sound like Nora. Nope, her hormones must be all out of whack because she's extra mean. Got, yeah, she refuses got. to follow me so I can send her emojis. I don't know what. I already followed you, you retarded bitch. Oh, definitely not, Nora. Thank you. Hey, Nora, welcome back. What do you think about, hey, what do you think about the fact that you're a hybrid and that your child's probably going to be a quarter more hybrid and maybe a special one at that? I guess we'll just have to wait and see. As long as it doesn't come out looking like Tupacabra's new profile picture, I'll be all right. <laughs> Well, don't worry. You're going to have at least probably a reptile. Reptile, maybe palladium. Yeah, what the fuck is up with that pick, though? Is, is that a cry for help, Tupa? Like, what's going on, bro? Like, I'm even, like, <laughs> no, looking at you in space right now. Like, you're making me uncomfortable just being here. It's unsettling, isn't That's it? That's what she said, usually, to me. Are you struggling? We're here for yeah. you. Hey, do me a favor. Retweet the space, guys. We'll get more people in here and Stop acting like Nora. Let's talk about UFOs. I know she doesn't believe, but then again, she's part of the Collins elite. So disregard. Doug Cole. So when did you get back, Nora? Not that we care, but when did you get back? This morning. Well, welcome back. Have you been keeping up on the UFO stuff or did you, did you just write it off? I just I had to jump on when I saw that Gresh couldn't afford a flight in a hotel, and I, I had to join in on the ridiculousness. I'm broke, Gresh. He can afford it. I think it's more of the the point of the matter, right? You're not if you're me. If it's me, no. oh, is it the no, principle? Cool. Is it the principle? Dude, if it's me, and I'm serious. If it's me, and I'm sitting there, oh yeah, we're taking this seriously. We're gonna broach this shit, and then they tell me. Hey, man, you got to pay for your $70 hotel and your $400 ticket, though. But is it about your wallet or is it about disclosure? No, it's about disclosure, but that's my point. They're obviously not taking it seriously. If you were taking it seriously... I mean, he could just show up and send her an invoice later. But, but, <laughs> but, but you, you're totally right. But isn't that, like, the better tactic if you're trying to get the information going? Like... Like, Damn you, Ben. That's like he wanted to say he got flown out by Senator Gillibrand. Yeah, yeah. it's like that's, it's like you're you call your drug dealer, and you're you you ask for him to do every single part of your deal, and yeah, I hear you. But if you really want to get your drugs, you go, you just make it happen, and you get there. 
And so Grush, I think it's the opposite. He's running right now. I don't know if you guys saw that. He's I, running right now as we Cosmic speak. Judy too. posted that run. What I'm saying is this: I think it's the opposite. I think reverse what you just said sticks with them, right? Show me your fuck. Literally, all he's done is take hit after hit. Uh, he's getting shit out of it. If there. he has time to go hiking with Jesse he's Michaels, he has here. time to go to a skiff. Yes. And if all those dudes like Jesse Michaels and all that, like. Like, if my crew, if I called them and I needed to travel right now, guess what? They're going to give me money to travel. And so... Yeah, but, that, but see, you're missing my point. I'm totally hearing What I'm point. saying is this. You're right. Everyone in this room, this is how serious we take it. Everyone in this room Kimble, right now would throw money. this is your moment. The, everyone in the room would throw money. But again, how is it that we're willing to throw money, but sinners and the fucking government, who's the ones hiding this shit, who also, hey, I'm a friend of disclosure... Points, 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 but we're not going to pick. It could also just be Gillibrand being an asshole and just like no, saying shit to just embarrass the role them. She needs to play as I'm a friend of disclosure, but again, the gatekeepers got their hands in everybody. Yo, you don't, you, you don't want to be the con. So Congress is a bunch of clowns. The gatekeepers have their hands in you, Nora. First of all, all up in Gillibrand is the gatekeepers. Those clients, those, <laughs> yeah. those Congress is a bunch of clowns. <laughs> yeah, the gatekeepers have that happening, uh, stoned. They're like, oh, you're just two centimeters dilated. It's literally somebody doesn't want to be the person that. Not get keeping for long. They, they, they <laughs> I think this way. If you're doing something like that, right, you are technically doing a job for the government because the whole point, the government's not, it's for the people. And if you're a whistleblower, you're working for the it people. It depends. So. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I hate you. I'm info. sorry. Because it's, it's, but you're, you're, <laughs> you're right, all right, you're dude. Right. You're all right. It's okay. I'm just saying, if I'm going to be, I'm not asking for money. He never did. But when you're this far along and all you've done is give, 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 and they're moving a snail's pace, they're still moving, but a snail's pace, I'm starting to think because some of the stuff that Gillibrand says, it's like, hey, I'm a friend, but then, oops, sorry, you're my secret girlfriend. It's it's all about looking good in front of the camera, but, then, but you're to sit there and say, that's the thing holding disclosure because you as a senator can't figure out how to get him paid. She made it his. clear he's the side piece. Huh? Nobody wants to, <laughs> wants to be the one that has the, the UFO guy flight on their expenses. But also, like in reality, everything you said is very real, right? But why wasn't he aware of that if he worked for them? So, like, I'm not even in the government. It's just like my education and I would even be able to assess that these people are dragging this out. A thinly sliced piece of ham, just little thin paper thin slices over a span of centuries, right? What was he expecting? And so now if you got approved, like for it, like it's just like if you're the last one with the check at the table, like take care of your people. Uh, and you just said the word people. So Grush's people now are all of the people in this conversation on that hashtag because he wanted to take on that role. So now if you're in that seat, like if this was me, you don't like, yeah, you're totally right, bro. You could totally do the human to human, like, fuck you, my guy, you pay, you pay my flight. Right. But this isn't about that anymore, dude. This is like, like if I was holding the keys to a UFO and then this is my chance to get in the fucking giant class box. And then they're like, yo, but you got to fly here yourself. Fuck it, bro. Let's go. You're going to give me a microphone. Let's go. But that's, it's really weird, dude, to just hold it up and be like, nah. She ain't fucking paying. I'm not doing it. It's it's really right here. That's cool for any other discussion. But if you said aliens were captured and UFOs and I know where to get them and you're holding that up, that's a really questionable in any version of discussion. 
Maybe he just never expected it to actually happen, and now he's like, ah, shit, I gotta show up. <laughs> You're totally right, because maybe now he's scared. Maybe, dude. But again, he can do a tour, a podcast tour. Um, Sorry. I was just going to say, I can't hear InfoCypher, so I'm going to drop down, and I don't want to interrupt him. So, But um, I'm going to come back up. Get the fuck out of here. Shut up, bitch. She is. God, she's so mean. What the fuck? That's definitely not Nora. That's not the Nora I know. No, Nora I know is loving and just does nothing but mock the shit out of me. Makes me cry. What's up? Uh, was that Kimball? No, this is the UFO intros. What's oh, up, dude? Man. Oh, God. Who invited this guy? Definitely not Kimball. I, I don't like Kimball, so UFO's intros is welcome. UFO Kimball's. So, guys, now that I'm, like, uh, up on this pedestal as an experiencer, I am, like, really wanting to know it's all behind this thrush shit. But I actually will be shocked at this point if whatever he could reveal was something, like, tangible that would actually link to, like, the other realm that all this bullshit's connected to. And I know that sounds woo and crazy and elitist, and that's fine. Hey. Well, you'll just have to wait until Ross Coltart tells us in like two or the three weeks on his next special. Like, nope, there's not anything in case in a building is going to be. I'm going to tell you right now, UFO intros. I'm going to tell you right now. So, David was getting his information from other places. What if I think I could say this? I've talked to individuals that have own eyes seen said tech. So, what, if, what does that change it? I've talked to individuals. It's not secondhand on that kind of shit. Yeah, no shit. Yep, me. Slap dick. I believe it. No, I want it. You I believe I'm a slap dick? You're a jerk. I didn't even understand what you just said. <laughs> no. Of course you didn't. Go ahead, B. Get out of here. Wait, no, I'm sorry. It's Kim. I'm, it's Penny. I'm sorry, Penny. That's okay. No, Ben. B. B, you say. He wants you to go, Penny. Okay. Um, it was just saying, I think whilst all of this is going on, there's something else maneuvering in the background. I think um, there's probably things being put in place by Jilla Morand that um, covers her ass. What's that expression where you um, non-plausible, was it plausible deniability on yes. something? Yes. And, um I also think that um, David Grush is having to manoeuvre because he's having to cover his ass in different ways. Um, and I think he's probably protecting what he's doing next. So um, this delay is, is probably orchestrated by both of them. Actually, that's a good point. Actually, it's, it is probably game theory. They're literally trying to get the most out of what they get. I, I don't know that all the people that say they're on board are really on board aside for they want points, but doesn't mean they won't write it out because they see the points are more on that end. But that's cool. We want that. We know they're politicians. They don't give a shit about anything but being reelected. This will get them that. So we, we keep going with that, right? I, I think so. So Penny had a good point too. I also think that a lot of it's charade, right? Because again, this has stigma. So what's up, B? Thanks for hosting this space, man. Hey, I threw up into your nest the audio uh, from the Ask a Poll with uh, Gillibrand. When I read the transcript, it, it, it reads complete. It reads different than the way it sounds, and you pick up. I picked up a couple of things on. Like it sounded like she was caught off guard, 
Uh, she also said that he was uh, had to fly him from California. It's just a couple of things that made me think that she was just uh, caught off guard and really didn't answer correctly. That could also be the case. He could have just been messed up. Who's up next? Um, it was UFO intro. Open eye. Oh, yeah, open eye. was knocked out. out. So, Neil? Oh, hey, yeah. I wanted to say hello, darkness, my old friend. Time to be let loose if you're listening. Damn. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, I learned things every day about some stuff. And I, I was last night I was in my van. I looked out and I saw this mirror of reflection. I said, what the hell is that? A UFO or something? And it was like glowing. And as I looked at it, I, I remember that was the water. It was a pool of water that was glowing like magical. I don't know if it's something in the water or, you know, what the deal is. And then I walked up today. I found a bigger pool that's even bigger than that. And to, tonight I'm going to uh, try to film it. I don't know if it's going to come out. I don't know if even it would even show in the film, but I'm going to try it because because I was trying to aim my camera at it and it wasn't showing. It wasn't lighting up. You know, it wasn't, you know. So I wish I had somebody over here to look at it and see if they could see the same thing. Uh and it's the weird thing is this stuff is magic, it's magical, like a magical mirror pool. And it's it's really it was freaky. I never seen something like this before. And it's on the uh, the magic mountain, uh, the mountain beyond the veil that I'm at right now doing research here. I found a couple of things. You know. Um, and so I'm going to try to film it. Or either film it, video it, take pictures of it, and see if it even uh, see if it shows up on camera. You know. Hey, thanks for talking about that. Actually, why don't you tell Nora? Give her your address. She'll come right the fuck down there, dude. She's crazy like that. But real quick, hey. <laughs> so, any of my co-hosts, if you have people blocked, and can we unblock it for the space and just let's, yes, let's sir. I appreciate it, man. Israel, the way the world's going, let's, let's show some fucking peace, man. And then if you want afterwards, block him. I don't give a shit. But for now, let's let's let him hear Guys, about what, all this What's bullshit. Ray's handle, real quick? What's her uh, handle? Carlos, uh, Carlos is trying to get in. Whoever may have him blocked, just so you know. Because I brought so, some. I, I haven't brought you guys up. No problem. We all have people like that. I don't like Nora, but she changes fucking accounts. So what do you do? I can unblock Carlos too, but I'm a weasel, so. <laughs> Well, if you could stop being a weasel and unblock everyone, thanks. What are their handles? Send me their handles. Okay, I'll send you Carlos real quick. Go ahead, Info. Man, at this point, I have no idea what I was going to talk about. And I'm just here to enjoy everyone. So, Shabbat Shalom. Did you want to talk about how you're going to help OpenEye with his portal pictures? Dude, portal OpenEye's pictures are way too much for me to handle. I don't know how to do that stuff. I saw some excellent corn people recently, and I think um, whoever made that should send it to OpenEye. Well, the thing is, if if I take a if I try to do it on film and it doesn't show up on film, what's the deal? I mean, I'm gonna have a lot of questions like, why can I see it, and then the camera can't show it? 
You know, that's what's going to be so weird. The thing is, that's if that's I had that's a control, right? I could tell you. Infrared, get an infrared camera. Start from there. Yeah, if I had a uh, another person with me, they could say, hey, I don't see shit, you know. And the damn thing was glowing. Like, what the fuck? It was like the waters were glowing. Like, like you know, and, but it, I know it's the reflection of the moon. The moon's doing it, you know. Um, it has to do it. I mean, yeah, it is. And then I found a bigger one. Uh, yeah, it's it's really crazy up up, up here, y'all. Hey, if y'all ever want to come to Mount Whitney, I'm doing research before it gets cold. <laughs> it's a secret spot. And it's really special place up here, too. Can Major, I meet up with uh, you there, Neil, if I came along? Do, do we have to pay for our own flight and hotel, or do you cover that? If not, you're done. No, no, I'm not rich. I mean, I do all my field research, or I, I, I use my money, my gas. I mean, if you're going to drive up here, Neil, you I know. Can I'm super, super rich, so I can come. Uh, all that. Do you want to change the name of the space to the return of definitely not Nora in the rich? <laughs> I already tried that. I said definitely not Nora's space and actually less people showed up. So keep her name off it. We'll have more people. I already know that shit. All yeah. right. Who was, who was saying they would come? Is that UFO? No, that'd be definitely not Nora. First thing that was said to Nora, uh, as somebody acknowledged her in a space is I saw that meme. And they put out. I'm like, oh, targeted. Not even so, yeah, hours back. <laughs> I was gonna say hi, but they left. I think. Hey, do me a favor. Well, guys. hold on. Whoever comes, y'all could actually see the dinosaur dog. It looks bigger than it's on the picture. Y'all, it's it's real big. I, I looked is, at it. I said, "Damn, is man, this thing photo, is bigger is than us." Same one from um, last year. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna put the uh, picture of the dinosaur dog. But it was that intro said he could come. Yeah, UFO intros. Yeah, he's down. Okay, well, I'm trying to do a documentary. Everybody that's involved is going to be part of the documentary, but I want to do like a, a AI uh, like cartoon of us. You know, it's not going to be, you know, it's going to be about us, you know, probably use the same voice and stuff, but I want to do like a story about the documentary where it's going to be like, you know, cartoon characters like, you know. Like the Gorillas Band? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna be like some, uh, you know, uh, what's that damn? What's that dude did? Uh, the Tomb Raiders, you know, stuff like that. Uh, Angelina Jolie. You know, it's gonna be like, you know, but uh, yeah. Hey, wait, uh, wait, since you mentioned Tomb Raider, and you're talking about relic hunters. What do you guys think about the fact that if we got NGOs that are taking reverse engineered tech seriously? And they know it exists because they have shit that could, let's say, for example, take down the MH370 or something along those lines. Do you think they'd stop there or they'd also start looking for megaliths, underground pyramids, Astral's house? The same people wouldn't. The golden plates. I tell you what, when y'all see the interior, okay, the interior of the mountain of the Vale here. It's it's fucking crazy shit going on here, y'all. And we need a lot of people foot on oh, the Neil. boots. We need like seven people, uh, yeah, or uh, maybe more, or twenty people. Question. Is that cool, no, man? If I ask you a quick one, uh, just a quick one, man. What the hell are you talking about? Like, what do you like? What is? Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm not trying to be rude, but like, what are we talking about here? 
trying to build a mental image of this. And it's talking like, about the megalithic structures that look like giant people and animals, but they're like stone now. Oh, like God, the dinosaur dog up. picture you pick, you share the dinosaur, the dinosaur dog, and it's like a rock structure. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's bigger than the photograph, y'all. It's okay. real big. Okay. Well, what's the mountain of the veil or the veil of the? Well, is that? that's where that's where the Jedi. They have a European uh, person with a hood on his head. He looks like a Jedi, you know, uh, clean shaven. He doesn't have a beard or nothing, you know. He's like shave, and he got a. They have a, a the good aliens behind him, but the bad alien is at the right of the dude, and you know the one he literally just described Astral's picture and then Tupacabra next to. Him. <laughs> All right, hold up, Neil. Okay, we're gonna reset real quick, away from the demon dog for a second, guys. Let's that was our talk dog. About since uh, Nora mentioned megalith a second ago i think she did somebody did so if you guys have any links or anything like that to i uh, say places in alaska or antarctica any place that you know of or you've come across a, a megalith anything like that have you guys ever come across anything that talks about the arctic i i hear that's a pretty happening place actually and i hear that's kind of where that craft that was shot down in alaska was coming from because that's where the base was right um there's a few reasons the Arctic is hype, and one is also because it's like when that all melts, that's strategically a military, like just the perfect way to get everywhere. And I think that's getting slept on in a lot of conversations. But also, when it melts, what's under there is a real conversation too. But when it melts, then we really have World War Three. Hey, did you guys get the message I sent you? The two co-hosts about Carlos. That was his. To un yeah. Okay. Cool. All that do you do you give um would you get more president to Antarctica or the Arctic like the North or the South Pole? North. Tell Carlos he's blocking me, so that might be the issue. <laughs> yeah, North. I'll I'll tell him, but North right now because everybody knows shit's happening down in the Arctic. Matter of fact, there's a reason there's treaties down there. There's so much shit down there. It's like, hey, stop looking. We know it's here, so the, the different countries got their spots right. No one's well, looking there. Is the There's nothing down there but ice. There's no Antarctica. You know what? I kind of liked it when this was Twitter was Nora free, right? Whatever. So, Your mom's yeah, a megalith. So originally, you were talking. About, what you doing? So get out of here! I'm gonna go tell her, mom. I'm. At, I live with my mom now, Nora. So I will tell her. So at first, you were talking about the North Pole. Yes. So the North Pole. I'm. I hate having Nick West's daughter, Nora, in here. So my point is, I think the North Pole is a lot more happening. No one's looking up there. And all the things we think about down there are probably there as well. But I also probably imagine we've got a lot more going on as far as experiments and shit that no one's looking for. That's a good point. Santa. Well, what about, like, the ancient Celtic? Could they, they would have, I don't know, just shooting the shit here. They could have ended up way north, right, or doing wild shit. Well, you know, I'm, that's what I, I'm, I'm saying. It's like, so... This is what's wild, man. You go to Antarctica. I don't know shit about the Arctic. We don't hear shit. But my, uh, the impressions I get is we're not the only country that knows it. But underground megalith shit like that's just everywhere, right? Down there. Yeah. Like, really, that's the reason there was a rush in treaties. Because everyone was trying to get a piece. So, imagine where else this shit's at. And it could be. Or it could be a breakaway civilization. I will. I, or could be like I will actually because you are saying exactly what I thought you were, and yeah, I'm gonna stick to my guns. They're more secretive internationally 
about the North Pole and the goings-on there militaristically for every country because once the ice melts, the whole shit's going to get weird. And it's melting. It's not an Al Gore conversation. It's a real topic for military-industrial complex to be prepared. So there's literally submarines just waiting with a boundary of ice. Oh, yes. I agree down south. Oh, I agree for Antarctica where that has a huge lore of mystery and potential for monoliths only because you have South America and a lot of like, I don't know, it's the Southern Hemisphere where we have more monoliths, right? Historically. But the North, they're, they're quiet about the North because everybody's waiting like silent wolves, man. All of us. It's a new battlefield. I was uh, reading an article or just like a thing today about how people were remote viewing like underneath the Sphinx and they basically were like seeing spaceships and, you know, shit underneath there. Oh, I wish I didn't get deleted so much. Remember that on my last account, I found a good remote view where a guy ended up under, it was in the CIA library and he ended up seeing a, 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 a orb that was lighting different colors and he reported he felt like it was messing with him. Now I gotta go back and find that. He, he thought he was deep underground. Yeah, someone should probably clip uh, Nora's comeback at me. That was pretty funny. Your mom's a megalith. You're an asshole. Anyway, um, I agree with the North. I also think that shit like uh, man, he cut out all that. What's that? I cut out. You cut out, yeah, for me at least. Well, thanks for interrupting me. No, I, <laughs> I, I did cut out. Uh, what was I going to say, bro? Doesn't matter. Retweet the space, uh, and we'll start talking about anything. Actually, Astro, I brought your name up today. I was talking about how your remote viewing spaces could be utilized for good shit, or not not like saving kitties, but you know, try to attempt cool shit, or try to use the amount of people to see if you can get any kind of data from it. Shit, we're remote viewing the skiff on Thursday. Shout out. Nice. <laughs> I bet you it's got protection. <laughs> Wait, you're going to remote view the skiff that No, day? I'm like nervous and shit since I said that. <laughs> Imagine you just... Hey, <laughs> hey Astro. It's just what? them like fighting over the luncheon. They're like, who ordered this? Imagine everybody just sees... Hey, Astro, once you get some people uh, to remote view the secret mountain that I'm at, and I want to see the photographs because you know what? I might actually find it, you know, if I see what they're seeing and it's like a magical thing, you know, whatever, you know, like an invisible thing or whatever. And it's like, oh, shit. And then that'd be trippy if I, I find that. Get the uh, get the exact <laughs> coordinates of it. Remember that? So we can do like coordinate remote viewing. What was that movie when we were kids where the, the evil guy had a castle and he stole the princess and then the castle disappeared? Hold on. I'm about to drop this. Labyrinth? Nah, this is way older. So, Astral, here's a question for you, man. What do you think about time traveling while with remote viewing? I think you can remote view, like, through time. Um, but it would just be being able to, con like, confirm it. Are so, you sure? I think there's as much... I don't think time is a limitation in terms of people who study remote viewing. Like, I don't... I don't think uh, people see it as a limitation of like remote viewing things through time. No, I but again, like you'd have to be able to check it, like confirm no. your target. No, I, and let's say there's a way, and our government has a way to do it, right? But let's put it this way. If you, 
if I was to tell you, like, when you're remote viewing, you're changing yourself spatially, you're, you're where you're at spatially, right? You'd agree with that. You're actually changing that. Where you're going. What? In space. If you're, if you're remote viewing, astral traveling, are you there in your body at the time? Are you space? Are you? If you believe in the consciousness, then it works, then you're there, right? Bob Monroe says you're gone. Okay, that's my point. Yeah, I guess it would be the technique, the, the mental that's my point. process. If you're gone. You go so through. you're changing your space. If it's space-time, space and time are the same exact thing. So you're literally, let's say you get a little more training, time travel. Uh, matter of fact, Bellagio, uh, not Bellagio, Andrew, uh, whatever. Bashago. Yeah, Bashago. thank you. Was actually, he talked about it, right? And he says, they're the same thing, but when you get to a point, you're actually time traveling, and you're you're not just like you were saying at a different point in time. You're that person. And there's three ways to do it. You got the remote viewing, the tech, and then the. You know, it's not. I guess it depends, like how you remote view it, because like if you take Astral's thing for example, like are you remote viewing the past of like the picture in the envelope, or are you remote viewing the future of when it's revealed? You're, well, what well, it's your intention. I think like a lot has to do with your intention of what you're, you're doing. Like if you're I trying think, to astral travel, you're going to visualize and go through a different mental process than okay. if you're trying to gather the information. Let me explain it a little easier. Goddamn astral, making me explain it easy to you, and I think I'm miss. I'm not saying it right, so. If you no, you're not. are remote viewing and you're going to go see an envelope and it's at this location, you've changed yourself spatially. If you've been able to change yourself spatially, and we know space time, space and time is the same fucking thing, right? You, those are, it's just a matter of knowing how and it's a switch, is what I'm saying. It's not knowing, it, you don't know how. So, yes, I get it. So, I'm saying there's no difference. Time is happening all at once, wherever you're at. Yeah, that's time traveling. You're, that's that's wrong first of all there's space matter and time they're not space time isn't the same thing yeah well let let me look let me try to explain let me try to help y'all explain space time now it's the same thing well well, let me try to help you understand this a little bit more okay i was i did remote viewing when i was younger and uh you know i was real young and i was I wanted to go out of space. I wanted to go out there, you know, just fly around, you know, astral travel, whatever. And all at once, I seen the shuttle. And then I seen the shuttle blow up. And then I seen myself in a, you know, crunched up position, all burnt up with fire. I saw myself burnt, you know, burnt up. And then I was like, oh, shit. And I told some people about it. And I thought I might get in a wreck because sometimes you don't understand, you know, you don't really understand the vision or, you know, you saw. And I was remote view. I remote view that. And then a dude said, oh, man, you know what? The shuttle's about to take off this weekend or something like that. I said, oh, shit, don't tell me that. And so we went, we got together. Uh, we had a barbecue and we was wa- going to watch the uh, shuttle go up, you know, fly up. And it was like, I got nervous. You know, I was like walking back and forth. Everybody was sitting down because it was about to take off. You know how to count down and everything. And I was like walking back and forth. I said, oh, shit, this is going to fucking happen. And uh, they wanted me to sit down. I says, I'm not going to fucking sit down. I said, fuck this shit. I couldn't sit down. And then all at once it took off. Okay. And boom, it explode. All them men, eight men or seven men or whatever it was. They all turned around and looked at me with their eyes bulging out their head and their mouth open, you know. And I was like, holy shit, you know. 
Yeah. So that was a future thing. And then, you know, when I, I did CIA thing and I saw a past where a nuclear bomb blew up. Now, that could be a conscious path. You could actually move to a consciousness where someone actually saw the bomb blow up, you know, and that's why I saw something in the past, you know. Hey, so that's the. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Hi. Yeah, I think it's. Um, I find the out of body thing difficult and remote viewing difficult because if we're traveling through time as we've been told that we do, then if we're leaving, are we leaving dimensionally rather than sort of in a fabric of time that's here now? So if we go into a different dimension and we're able to move through different dimensions, we can come back into our time at any point. So yes, I believe for this timeline, you would be able to time travel through remote viewing. That was what I wondered. I agree. So you heard it from Penny. I'm right. You can. We're closing the space. All right, what's up, Stone? Um, uh, to what Open I was saying, uh, there's some theories that some events are uh, so impactful in time that they send a vibration into the past and the future. Um, and so that's why possibly potentially why remote viewers um, ha are having these visions of apocalyptic things right before uh, a massive war breaks out or um, possibly if an explosion happens or whatever. Like, um, but it's so large and impacts history so much that it literally sends a vibration through time. But um, what I was going to say, I forgot. It was actually something interesting. What well, that's the that's say? the global consciousness project of basically what that studies is basically using random number generators around the world and then measuring big events and like seeing patterns in those. To and and it's been like big events around the world have had like it probably with this last war you could probably let's just start you could see like stuff that's probably happened. You know what I'm saying? Of like increased in the 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 measurements that have been taken. But yeah, that's definitely something that should be looked at more. It's really interesting. Um, well, what I remember what I was going to say is that, um, what I something I was studying today is uh, a study that was done on out of body experiences that are experienced by people who are, have been blind since birth, and when they have these out of body experiences, there's some um, data that shows that they like verifiable data that they were able to say what was happening during their procedures or when they were having this out-of-body experience. Uh, and they've never been able to see in their life, but like uh, they were able to describe what was happening. And that's crazy. I just came across some CIA paperwork maybe I got to find that talks about intentionally testing blind kids because of that. Because when they're blind, you know, they don't have the bias with their eyesight. So they were for the psi abilities. Holy shit. Yeah. I saw something about DMT recently and <laughs> people who are blind and having experiences of visual um, things when they were on DMT. So that's crazy. Go ahead, Info. No, I was actually going to chime in and say that I put that in a group chat. But uh, yeah, a lot of these people who have been blind since birth will do the, you know. He said Info, not intro. Are you oh, deaf shit. since birth? <laughs> You're a co-host. You can go whenever you want, Shane. You and the... Oh, I'm his name's Kimball. Don't you can call me Shane. <laughs> I was gonna, uh, oh, I called you Shane? Kimball's, Kimball's Gimbals, right? What I was going to say is uh, that one time somebody put it in the perspective of 
remote viewing is is like when we were kids and our parents used to or not our, i'm from the bronx new york you like hack a cable box right so like you're hacking the information superhighway that we all know to some degree is real now if you hear my kids music in the background coco melon sure that's yeah. your kids sure yeah. whatever uh, deal with it. If it's it's same, it's same dude it's uh, fine. let me finish but what happens is because there's three parts and i'm almost done but the second part is if people struggle with their definition of time Look at the author, Carlo Ravelli. He will really affect you profoundly if you like this stuff. And he writes it almost, He's some consider him like a poetic scientist, but he writes about, like time is like love. It, 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 there's different forms. And so time is also a state of existence. Um, that's why it's, it's, it's hard to call it real. And so when you, when you, when you tap into that information superhighway, um, you're kind of like, you're getting a glimmer of the existence of time and you get the flow in it. Um, and that's, that's all the way to like most, that's me just like laymansing what, what all these TIA and Bob and Roe and all these guys that I like. And then thirdly, it's great that you guys were talking about this because there's a new show on Netflix called bodies and it's fucking all about this and it's awesome. And they find a dead body in episode one and four different timelines and it's done phenomenally and it just came out. So I heard about that, dude. Yeah, that's another. I'm going to have to see it now. I'll check it out. But I, I want to say this, Cypher. I got to piggyback on you. I say that all the time. Actually, you and I describe it almost identical. Uh, consciousness. This is, this is the easy way to think of it. The reason I say time travel, it's the same thing. Let's say consciousness is the base. That's everything, everybody, everything. We're all different expressions of that. We're all tied together, NHI, whatever you want to call it. Through that, consciousness is the electric rail. Consciousness can be hacked. So that's what we're seeing with UFOs, right? So they're able to put it in craft, take part, you know, all these other things, right? What I'm saying is this, if consciousness is the base and we use that to RV, we can do whatever we want. Manifestation, literally anything is what I'm trying to say. Time travel is not even out of the picture, man. Time travel is an easy one, man. We've been doing that since the 50s. Just ask Have you watched the new season of Loki? Where the like the TVA timeline gets all messed up? No, the new I didn't know there was a new season. Well, you gotta check it out if you're into the whole timeline thing. I, I'm definitely into the whole timeline thing, Nora. You, I, so there's like another sound. Nora out there, like the actual Nora. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is evil like Nora. This, Nora. I don't like this. One. <laughs> now I agree with a lot Auntie of what I'm saying. I'm just saying, picture the fact that it all runs on consciousness. Everything we see is consciousness. Everything we interact with is somehow consciousness. Once you get a, a way to hack it, like some individuals do, especially if individuals have been tweaked by NHI to be into it, you know, things like that, you're going to have a little different experience than you or me or something along those lines. Ashley, you see what I mean? I'm, these individuals, when they talk about time traveling, they don't talk about it like it's in their head. They're there. That's why they recommend the Rebels. And, and gateway because so there's a separation like now is not indicative of time like now this this millisecond is not time um five minutes ago and five minutes in the, fo- in the ahead of us is, is time and so when you when you're in your rebel or whatever the golden bubble is during your gateways um like you're just in now and that's why you're supposed to focus and do your um resonant tuning and so your vibrations and everything is within the present and, and your mind is clear. And then you call upon your, your egg, your rebel, your, 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 it sounds like a defense, but it's really 
to some degree of fantasism or whatever, fantastic. But it's what about the jump room? You know, you in a bubble of the present while focusing on, on, on channeling your energy wherever you want to go. And in the background, it's well, melon, so just pardon that. Hey, Shane, <laughs> this one's going to really freak you out, dude. I was on the motorbike, you know, in 2015, 14, doing research. And uh, I was moving things around in the sky with my eyes, you know, because I could see above me, you know, 360 degrees. All at once, something started bending my fingers back because they, they, they were trying to stop me from doing it, I guess. Or I must have pissed them off. And I got off my motorbike. I got away from the motorbike because I knew they were on the motorbike. And I closed my eyes and I looked toward the motorbike. And there's fucking Batman with fucking five aliens. Little bitty three, um, like three foot, four foot tall aliens, little skinny motherfuckers, you know? It's like, who the fuck was bending my fingers? Was it the aliens doing that or was it him? Neil. And he was like talking Wait. to these fucking aliens. Neil. Did you fucking say Batman? I'm not joking, dude. Yeah, the dude was dressed up like fucking Batman. No shit. Are you... Look. All right, hold up. All right, guys, do me a favor. Retweet the space if you want to hear the rest of that story real quick because we're going we're gonna to hold up real quick. I just want to bring something else up too. So... Let me ask you guys what you guys think about the other side abilities. You think there's accidental remote viewing? Do you think uh, pyrokinesis or telekinesis? I, I mean, a lot of it is, is spontaneous. I feel like a lot of uh, psychic phenomenon, whether it's precognition or even clairvoyance, right? Like we talk about remote viewing, but that's intentional clairvoyance and uh telepathy a lot of like times you notice it after the fact so it's like you have had the dream or you've had that telepathy event and then you're like oh shit like i was thinking of my brother and then they just called like that was kind of weird so i think a lot of the and or i've had this dream and like it ended up coming true i think a lot of this stuff is spontaneous or it's made on like we talk about trauma like traumatic events and shit like that like i don't think a lot of it is planned when people start having these in the very beginning I think we all have psi abilities, but we're like, we don't know much about it. We're like toddlers learning how to walk. It's just like wobbly. I always get curious to talk to like a real one, like somebody who really did it. Because like, no offense to anybody here. I mean, like, a, like an, I don't know who, if I got to meet Bob Monroe. Because like, I was wondering if like for those people, you know, when you close your eyes, all the colors, the, you see whatever is behind your eyes. Like for me, I had this weird the only weird remote, the only weird gateway I did was all those colors turned into like a semi truck driving down a road once. That was the fucking weirdest glimmer of ever hanging on to a gateway and breathing. And but um, I always imagine like for those guys, I wonder if it turns into like a real map or images and stuff. Well, those you know the the colors when your eyes are closed. If I could just chime in real quick, um, I don't think it's quite that. So it's not it's not like you see an image in your mind you totally see an image i mean you do like i it's just different than like because i imagine things visually right but it's not quite that it's more in like the no, you absolutely just, just correct, like you're, state, you're, but... you're, you're right in the sense of like individual perception but the whole concept here and the reason they got government funding to the degree it did was because they saw clear images including a helicopter crash no you, yeah no you do see i'm just Sorry, I have no idea what I'm talking. What I'm about to say, I have no clue. No, I think what you mean I'm just is saying, but it's different. Of images, right? Because I could get with. I mean, not like it matters if I could get with it, but like I think that, and the way we're even going to communicate in the future is sort of like this: a flow of images. 
Oh, yo, and I think, too, I'll just say quick, one of the best remote viewers, Joe McMonagall, the reason why he was so good is because he was such a good artist. He was able to take those visualizations and then, like, put it down on paper while other people could have the same visualization, but, like, they do abstract shapes and other things. So, like, I, I do think there's an aspect of, like, artistry and creativity in remote viewing as well. Yeah, again, I don't know what I'm talking about. I just had a, I mean, it was totally could have been chance, but... I had a violin come up in astral space last week and uh, the headstock of a violin, I, I don't really see that shape anywhere else, but it happened to be on like the tips of the moon in his reveal. And that was kind of weird to me. Um, you know, I definitely can prove that like I put a violin with like a bow in his thing before the reveal. I was going to put an arrow pointing at the headstock, but you can see it clearly like curved at the top. Yeah, and I, I'm not even, maybe that was chance. I'm just saying the way that I, like, whatever, received that. I feel a super imposter syndrome right now. But no way. the way that came to me was different you than, should. like, when I visualize, mm -hmm. like, artistic things, if that makes sense. Like, you can imagine things, like, by your own will. I don't know. Again, I don't know what I'm saying. No, it's like 90% of it is like data interpretation. So it's like you have to figure out how to interpret that data. Visualization. That's my voice. But you're you're totally correct. Can you hear Nora? Oh, no. That's not Nora. She's not talking. I'll step out and come back. Well, that lady. That one. That lady that's... Grimace. It's okay. You can stay Coco Felon. I'm about to leave anyway. All right, Nora. What Astro was saying about Coco Felon what Ashley was saying about Joe McGonagall is true. And it's because like within, when I saw that truck, I couldn't have opened my eyes if I wanted to, it was probably the weirdest gateway I ever did. So yeah, somewhere like deep inside my mind, I was like, my eyes are just closed and I'm kind of awake. It was somewhere more like in the later focuses, there's like focus 21. And, and so your eyes are freaking closed, dude. And I'm not like a deep believer like this. I'm like scientifically fucking with this shit for fun. Now I'm kind of a believer, but, this was by a year ago, and your eyes, like, I couldn't have opened them if I wanted to. It's the only way I could describe them. And so that layer behind my eye was, like, this veil that became, like, an image. And that was the, the weirdest gateway I ever did, and the only one that felt the realest. Although they all feel, they're all really cool and good for you in a meditative state. But, yeah, so I agree with you, and, and I just think that some people, though, at the higher level, like, if you read your, your CIA library or your, your old Chinese studies, those fuckers saw clear stuff you know and that's a wild thing to you know get to it's like your satellites almost working Kimball, and then their satellites like a direct feed yeah and i wanted to ask like astral or ray or someone like how do you because that was just like a tiny part of the image in astral's reveal and it was a unique part of it but like that's all i got so i guess i want to ask people who are maybe more like experienced or trained in remote viewing if they're real like how do you keep going with a thing like if you get a flash and it's like you see a part of the image cool but like do you how do you know when to stop or keep going i guess hey penny go okay um i say you relax and one of the strangest things that you do is that you don't fight where you're being taken i think that's um, I've had two things happen. The, I've spoken, probably people here have heard before, that um, I was stood in the bathroom looking in my bathroom mirror and my brother was in the image behind me 
speaking to me and um, I looked at him and he said, and I heard Penny very clearly. And um, then um, when I went in to check on him, he was asleep and I made him a cup of tea. And when he woke up, he told me that he'd had problems waking up and that he was calling to me in his sleep and that he was um, scared because he couldn't wake up. Um, like a sleep paralysis thing. Um, and the other thing that I've had is where I was tra- traveling in the back of a van. Um, there were no windows in the back, back of the van. It wasn't like a police van or anything. It was just a van where there were no windows. And um, I was traveling in the back and people were traveling in front. And I began to semi fall asleep. And then I had an image of a very uh, blue car coming up suddenly. And um, there would have been a crash. And I uh, woke up with a real start and I said, watch out for the blue car. And about fractions of seconds later, um, the driver said to me that... um, said oh my god and and um swerved to avoid a blue car that had come around the corner very very tightly so i think um one was where i I think they come best when you're really slow on your breathing and you're relaxed and it allows you to um something falls away from your day-to-day knowing and um yeah i think it's a it's it's a strange thing it's almost like you start on a wave, like when you're surfing and you start on a wave and then you follow the wave. That's just what I've experienced anyway. Absolutely. Uh, this is OC here. Just wanted to chime in on that remote viewing you guys are talking about. Uh, I think everyone's different. Everyone has a different process of how you get into it. But when you get into this rhythm and you can just really silence it down, you can almost do it instantaneously. Like you don't have to wait for your brain and heart to cohere at the same beat. You can almost do it in one breath and it comes naturally. And for me, what I see in my forehead is kind of like an Etch-A-Sketch. I'll see lines right away. And I only practice with you guys, whoever posts them on Twitter, those envelopes. I never chime in because I, I'm always, I always think I'm wrong. But images, when I practice, images come into my head like that. Lines and so on. I, I, some people can see really clear. And those are like the guys that are born psychics, I think. I think you got to be born with it. But um, have you guys seen this? Uh, it's like a 2012 uh, two-part movie with Ted Danson called Talking to Heaven. Well, uh, one of the guys that the movie is based on, it's based on an actual remote viewer in real life. And uh, he explains it that way, that uh, when, you're, when you're seeing it, he said that's exactly how they, how they portrayed it in, uh, in the two-part movie is exactly how he sees it when he's a psychic and he can explain and talk to and find locations of things. But it, you have to be kind of spiritual and at the same time, sorry, I think. Anyway, just my thoughts. Speaking What's the movie that, called again? Yeah, I'm going to check that out. I just looked it up. Talking dude. To heaven. It's free on Tubi. Talking to... Oh, oh sweet. That's it. Um, All right, uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, shout out to the yellow envelope guy in the room. <laughs> I was gonna say Nora's the one who gave me that nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. See ya. Cool. Go to hell. Later, Bye, <laughs> Fuck you, Shane. <laughs> Come back. Hey. So, guys, do me a favor. Retweet the space. And since we're talking about psi, th- psi abilities, I think I always talk about. Uh, I guess 
the shit that I've been dealing with, right? I probably too much. So much so that you got weird, whatever you want to call me. Dude, someone just hit a description, right? I have no idea how it works, but I get pictures sometimes. Just ran, I mean, when I talk to people, when I see things, smell things. And so for a long time, people were telling me I was crazy. My Peter Tingle doesn't wear out. Dude, I'm not crazy. And I have zero idea how it works, why it's worked. Let me just say this. To have, just like my UFO experience, you know, having it kind of validated by David or in it, talking to other individuals that I know know and things like that. And I'm like, because it only makes sense for me knowing the things that I, but again, these things are so nuts that we let people convince us, even when we're experiencing them, that we are the ones crazy. Is that not wild? So I have no idea what it is. I know it's got to be a connection to the third rail in some kind, because I think I've talked to several people in here, whatever you Astral, Peter Tingle. I just, when I, people talk to me, it doesn't even have to be voice. It could be typing. I could see here and I see things. Sometimes I blurt them and a lot of times they're right. And then the sinks that line up, right? Continuously over and over again. So I actually feel like I said something today. I said, man, it feels like I'm in a book someone's writing or they're going to be writing because it's like, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, it's literally written specifically for me to get to this point. All the information that pops in, right? Because I can't explain where I'm at, how I'm here doing the things that I do because I hadn't just, I didn't do this shit prior. And now that I talk about it, now that I know that there's something to it, I don't know what the hell it is, but to, I, I do see pictures. When I say Peter Tingle, whenever instantly I get a thing in my head, and a lot of times I'll say it out loud. So I don't know what it is, dude. I have zero idea how this happened. I'm sure the aliens abducted me and planted probes up my nose or some shit, man. But it wasn't work. I didn't have this before because if I had any kind of Peter Tingle before, I wouldn't have had a shit life. I've been rich and shit. I've been coasting. I see what you're saying, man. I think young girl that would just said right now, remote viewing is like, um, it's a gift you have if you have it, man. Share it with everyone how how you can do it because I think it's she's right. We're all wobbly, learning, amateurs at it, but but we have something there. We could feel that there's a presence sometimes around us, and uh, you don't you know you're not alone. Sometimes it's crazy. That's good stuff too because again. These gifts are used for good and bad, whatever, how we perceive them, right? You have individuals that are trying to utilize the very th things we discuss. Let's say all the reverse engineering. People, they're not just out there trying to be black projects. They're going to murder people. There's individuals that are actually trying to do black projects, reverse engineering tech for health, uh, benefit, you know, veteran, all these other things, right? No one hears about shit like that. But there's two sides to this. So... There are programs that exist for the betterment of mankind, but you got a group against that with gatekeepers and stuff like that because it hits their bottom line. One of those things I never learned was that, right? That all, not, not all these black programs are created equally. They're not all weaponizations in the way we think of them, right? They could be about medical and all these, you know, the betterment of humanity. And there are some programs that do exist right now, but no one hears about it because the other side right now it, the gatekeepers is why. So what do we do to get rid of it? And speaking of, anybody in these rooms know of another gatekeeper that isn't Stephen Walker? You can holler at me. Point me in their direction, please. Go ahead, Astro. 
Well, before we get into that, I, I wanted to also uh, jump to info after I uh, you guys talked about the the like time travel stuff. Like to me right now, as people see time travel, it's almost like people who get information from an alternate state of consciousness or a extrasensory perception, and then it alters their decision making in real life. So like you have something happen and then you're like, Sorry, I got a call. Uh, you think about the the information that you get, and then it changes your decision making. So for myself, I had a precognitive dream in which I had a dream about my son. And uh, my son was hurt in the dream, like something happened outside, like at our house. And a couple of days later, we were outside of our house. And I was just kind of hanging out. My son was playing like basketball over. And uh, he was like, hey, dad, like, come check out the spider. And I was like, damn, man, like, that's weird. Like, it made me think of the dream. And so I made, I was like, called him over, over concern from the dream. And he was like, I was like, what did you say, buddy? Like, and he's like, look at this spider over here. And he turned around and there's a big ass spider on his back. And so I swatted the spider off and like stomped on it. Like just reaction, like of, of what anybody would probably do. And it ended up being like a brown recluse a spider, which is a poisonous Ooh. one. So it was like I used the information from the dream to sort of like change the outcome of what had happened or what could have happened. And I think that is what our current understanding is of like, quote unquote, time travel. So. I agree with that. I mean, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm so woo right now that I think that if I wanted to, like I said, with the cause of mirrors, if I could. I had the ability to know how I could have manifest some shit, right? I mean, physically manifest stuff because they talk about it in those experiments. The people being experimented on weren't the only ones seeing it. People outside the rooms also saw these things being manifested, you know. So it tells me there's, there's a lot more to it. Let me ask you guys this. Since we're talking about all this stuff, let's picture, let's say that I'm a, a way cuter fire starter, right? Let's say you're going through it and you're on your own. We talk about like, I have no idea how this shit happens. What do you do, man? Who Who is there to go to that you could be like, hey, doc, my Peter's tingling a little bit. Let me tell you a story. What do you do there? Because you can't do that. I know what I did. I had someone actually reach out and help me that went through similar. Does that sound crazy? Because it does, but it was real. So what do you do there? If there's such, it, it's so real that people probably exist throughout America dealing with not even knowing they're dealing with shit like this. Probably think they're going through psychosis or some shit, right? I can see that. And there's no one there to tell them, well, ask them questions or say shit to them, right? What the fuck do you do? Because again, it's not like we have access to people that you can just aviary Lou and hey, is this real? And then how do you vet it? How do you verify that it's all, I mean, because again, it sounds, I sound like I'm insane just talking about this right now, don't I? Yeah, I do. You're not insane, bro. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in the military that, that leads us to be the way we are when we get out. So it's really common. Uh, I wouldn't sweat it. I, I understand what you guys are going through. It's it's tough. All this stuff coming at us at like full speed ahead. And, and then just today or yesterday, two days ago, all of a sudden Arrow looks like you can't even be trusted. They look like uh, another Project Blue Book. So they can never have been trusted, and I, I love that you said that, dude, because it's, it's not like the government can't be trusted. It's like 
what to expect is in every book, like on like in every shelf, and that's that's like it really actually helped me. I used to get like anxiety around sci-fi concepts, I guess we could say. So I, I would I would get so embroiled in this, like not even focus on a real job. Like I you know I help people like from your guys' sector who struggle with alcohol, and I need to focus on work. And I'm this is like four years ago reading UFO stuff. And, but as like just coincidentally, as I started going further and I'm not saying people have to do college, this is my experience. As I started to learn more in political science and history, I tied that into my hobby and I was like, wow, like a lot of the answers are here without me needing to be like resentful of it. It's just the current state of my existence. So like for me, the movement's really about my kids or his kids, God willing. And, um, but yeah, I totally agree that, you know, RO and what the government does is compartmentalize for the purposes of secrecy, which you guys know, but also you can drag along a lot of projects in some, <laughs> when some conversations are happening and this is getting a lot of funding period. Like, you know, I think even Blinken announced recently they're, they're like that they're concerned about the, the, the airspace all of a sudden Blinken's finally on it. And that's going to get a lot of people more money you know, in the, in the sense of defense. It feels kind of fake, almost like uh, Kirk Patrick seems kind of, almost like he's being threatened beyond his life. Like it's worse than that. If he were to, if he were to whistle blow, and I, I kind of want to believe that he's an honest guy and he would tell us the truth because he's sweating bullets when he's up there talking. You could almost see like, I don't want to lie. He wants to tell the truth, but he's reading from a script. You know that it's doctored. And he has like almost a fear of telling us something that he's not supposed to tell us. So I don't, I don't want to throw him completely under the bus. I, I really think he's a trustable guy, but he's being fucking threatened beyond death. Maybe kind of like a time prison where they can lock their consciousness away in a loop. I'm, I'm you know what, man? That's good shit, Skywalker. Because again, I've heard multiple places people talk about Sean as a friend. And then, again, talk about it on the other hand, right, because of the process he's in. Because today, as I was talking to an individual, some of the stuff that we were talking about was pretty heavy. But one of the things they said that there's certain projects, there, there are no NDAs. Certain projects, the mm -hmm. NDA is your life. So when you sign on to said projects, things like that. So everything you said makes sense because, again, if you take the, the total – of what he would say to bring this all out and what would happen. Imagine that some projects don't have NDAs. The NDA is your life. So when you sign it, you just damn know if you slip up. And I heard some shit today that for a fact, I mean, no doubt in my mind, what the individuals I've been interviewing, every bit of what we're talking about is probably tip of the fucking iceberg or what our government's been up to and doing. Hell, dude. Yeah. So imagine being a, Imagine, how can I say this? Technology that can track individual humans anywhere on this planet. And there's, there's a way it does it. I don't want to talk about that. But it exists individually. And it doesn't take anything put on you or special. It's all right here now. Imagine that. If they knew what, the, you know, let's say whatever it was they needed to put in the system. Okay, let's say like with, I don't know. The smell. Well, they go by the smell of each person. I don't fucking know. But my point being, yeah, 
So stuff like that, they can track a human, specific human, and they don't need, well, the best way to put this is shit. Uh, what's this from X-Men? What's the, uh, the big best brain thing? Imagine some shit like that. Being able. Cerebrum? Yes. Exactly. Cerebro. That, that, that's it. Cerebro. Imagine Cerebro's real. That's what it is. I mean, essentially, it's that. They can look for whoever they want, and they can find them. And then on top of that. Damn. It gets even worse, man. Like, I saw a video a while back of a supposed, oh, my God, I'm going to say it, a space laser hitting California. That shit's legit. So Star yeah, but Wars. That's the, the, what you're talking about, identifying somebody is open source now. They, they released that, just so you guys know. So you can identify somebody by their specific heartbeat with light and laser. And DARPA, I'm going to put it up top for you guys. Cause Thank you for that top. But this is a little, little bit more in depth, but it might be the same thing. So I'm not sure. I just don't want to say any more on that. But I will say Star Wars. Well, it was called the Jetson. What I'm talking about, the Jetson prototype, if anybody looks it up. And so it was. Put in the nest, man. Yeah, let me go grab it. My bad. So, um, what was I going to say? I was talking about space lasers and shit. Oh, ELF. You know, we talk about ELF and VLF. Earthquakes. That's something they talk about in there. And that happens. They, Throughout, uh, we we were able to do this. And you have to ask yourselves, well, because that paper I posted the other day talked about how, I guess, natural type waves could create, you know, mass disasters and things like that. Now, imagine if your government knew that and the stuff we've already talked about. And then you've got the space lasers, right? But they don't need shit for it. They, The thing that scares me, and I'll leave you with this too before we get to the astral, is all the scariest stuff that I've heard doesn't take some super weapon and shit. It takes what you're walking around with, probably. And it makes you wonder about a lot of the shit that you've heard. What's up, Astral? Hey, man. I posted a uh, screenshot of a book that I've been going through and reading for uh, the last couple of days. It's it's actually one of the best. It going. I think it's going to be one of the best, if not the best, book that I've read on remote viewing. One of the most interesting things uh, about this guy, Lynn Buchanan, who was part of the remote viewing program, was basically like he got written uh, instructions on what he was going to do within his his uh, rank um, in the military. And then he got verbal instructions that were like basically go AWOL and become part of this remote viewing program. And he goes through like the whole process of him like being part of this uh remote viewing you know the all the remote viewing programs that kind of developed but i wondered like have you ever heard of that of like people official and it even makes me think of kirkpatrick of like yes. him having official like directions and documentation of what he's supposed to do and then Tim- verbally like okay Timothy bro, McVeigh. what you're really fucking doing yes timothy mcveigh lots of people they go sign up they're part of a program released as said program and they continue on in the program a lot of times they don't even know they're in the program but he taught he also talked about people that were in in where he was supposed to be right like he was supposed to be in this way and all the people in there were like pissed at him they were like yo what the fuck are you doing bro like and because he was like getting caught you know like and then he would have somebody their superior show up when these people would get pissed and like try and like block whatever's happening like then they'd have like the general show up and be like 
I want this guy in this fucking place at this time. Like, don't fuck around. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they would pull the strings. So it was kind of crazy to see like the strings that would be pulled and the things that they would have to do just to get people to participate in some of these programs. Wait, are you saying, wait, are you, holy shit, hold up, let me back up. Are you saying like they're testing him to see if he's able to read between the lines? If, if he's able to no i'm saying that. like the so he was supposed to be in this like com, you know like sector of the military and like doing this like very anonymous task or uh, autonomous task and that it, really he was trying to they were like okay you're gonna take like two weeks and like go to the monroe institute for training and oh, like yeah. get incorporated in this remote program but we don't want to tell your actual boss or superior directly above you, like what's going on? Like it's got to be secret. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, Dan Sherman, Dan Sherman, he was a part of a great project. Even though it technically wasn't remote viewing, I mean, if you're talking to aliens, you're a communicator with them, right? So his, the way it works is you have a real job, a fake job. People with a real job don't even know about the fake job. You're doing you, you, that. You're doing one or the other, and they could switch it up any which way, right? That's how they hide them from Congress. You're already in a top secret job. So they have you doing the other one while you're there. So, yeah, I can see that 100%. Dan Sherman, like I just said, uh, Project Preserve Destiny. Uh, matter of fact, a lot of the individuals that I've talked to had some shit like that where they're going to a school and they're doing something behind the scenes and Project Stargate never ended. And there was two Stargates, apparently. Portals and time. Or, yeah, Portals and the one we know of, right? The RV. So, what the fuck, man? Portals. Hmm. By portals, do you mean like the movie Stargate? Ah, you had to say that. Now, let me ask you this. Have you ever watched a movie, knowing what you know now, and think, God darn, that sure looks like someone was trying to push some disclosure back then? Monsters of California. Yeah, that's a good, actually, that's a good example for right now. 100%. But my point being, Stargate. Monsters, Inc. Stargate, and Bryce Zabel talks about, uh, during his movie, or during his show, right, he was filming, he got a visit from Axelrod, right? And writes a note on some paper with a formula. So. I learned something from Kent the other day I didn't know. And X-Files had, like, the original few seasons was, like, 23 episodes based on true stories. Damn, I didn't know that either. Yeah, man. Did y'all see the X-Files, the X-Files offshoot that had 9-11 or something like that? That was those guys. Wasn't that with the three dudes? Uh... I bought that, but I bought by mistake an Irish copy, and I can't play it on my DVD player. <laughs> Go ahead, Penny. An Irish copy. How do you do that? Go ahead, Penny. I, um, I love I, Irish copies. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I was I was just thinking that um, you wouldn't. Sorry, just bouncing back to NDAs. Uh, um, NDIs. I don't think. I uh, know NDA. Sorry, getting it all confused. I don't think you'd need them as you'd just make sure that you'd pick people that would be involved in family and um, people who would be involved in um, some sort of responsibility of care through other people. Um, even if you take the most hardened person who's been through all sorts of hell in military service and what have you from my experience, they always have um, such an incredible level of loyalty and honour to those that they bring in closest to them. And I think they deliberately target people like that. Is anyone talking? Yeah. Uh, Penny was. No, thank Can't you, Penny. Me. I heard you. I heard, we heard you, though, Penny. Um, I agree, Penny, actually, so much that... Uh, so, with these children, 
right? She was just making a comment like, you've got to keep them in check. You want them to stay on their own. If they're trying to run, which I'm not saying they won't run, stuff like that. So what do you do? You can utilize their family or maybe you get, you know, let's say if you look at the whole Scott Andrews thing, how'd that work? How'd he get into the program? Your family brings you in, right? So I'm sure he's not the only individual. Matter of fact, that's probably a common thing with these because again, you don't need an NDA when you're doing it that way. And then, yeah, so even if you think you escape said programs, doesn't mean you escape because I already talked about this before that the CIA targeted individuals, they'll keep an eye on you. They won't, they don't even need to mess with you. They'll just make sure you're in the position. Let's say allegedly, like with the Scott Andrews thing, if I'm the high, you know, spitball at what's going on, he'll be guided to the jobs he's need to do, be in positions that he needs to be in because they know what he is. You know, he's a I can't say that. He's a part of a project, uh, a Superman project, right? That we've been working on. And here's who I'll tell you that about that project. That these projects probably all revolve on revolve around the name of this space. Right? Uh, I mean, that's that's not a hard jump. Go info. Well, like I mean, you do have projects like the Hololens, and I got family in that, and they don't talk shit at the table. But I would say too, like I gotta go soon because my battery's dying. But a weird observation I have—not really weird—it's just something I've seen across the board throughout history from people that touch the deepest of secrets. And you could look at images of Colby, James Angleton, um, Frank Wisner. Um, these people really touch the fire from the CIA and their eyes are fucking dead. If you talk to their family or see interviews, they were dead with their families. Their personality is so objective that they seem robotic, but also empathetic in a way that's weird because like they know the deepest core secrets of the, the you know, us. And and I think what terrified them more than anything throughout their history, these people, is is humans. And we're the most terrifying thing. Earlier you said something, that I'd rather get hit by a space laser than have a mob of people raid my house and kill me any day. But um, to, to finish my point is that I do question a lot of newer people that say they're like these individuals with these like happy-go-lucky demeanors and lighthearted eyes. And I'm not kidding about the eyes. If you... What's the other guy, the Asian man, Filipino that came out, said he was CIA, and I kind of believe him, but he said Garcia or something. The only reason I technically believe that guy is because his eyes are dead as fuck. And when people ask him direct questions about his serious John Ramirez? Yeah. So I'm not saying his whole story, and don't get all condescending about him because I didn't jump on him. But I'm just saying he did work for the CIA. I don't know what his tasks were, but his eyes are also dead as fuck. I do, and I'm telling you. Everything he's saying, I'm, I wouldn't doubt. I, I used to talk shit, man, because I thought that's just wild. But talking to other people now, I know for a fact he hasn't been lying about the shit, man. But I just, yeah, it might so, info, his eyes are dead as fuck. What do you mean by that? What does dead as fuck mean? So, like, it's hard for me. I got bags over my eyes. I, does no, that mean I'm special? Person, no, no, it's different, man. He's seen some shit. Somebody... Jim Simney Van. You have to be like, I, so for me, actually, a lot of people here like drugs. If you ever go close to the real bad drug dealers, there's a different look. There's a whole different look. And and I can't explain that to people. And then, so having my life be from that and then through what they teach you about profiling, facial, like all the stuff that I just burnt into my skull now, it's not my job, but one day, hopefully, right? But that, 
I can info. give you a, I can give would, you a thread of eyes, and you'll be, you'll understand what I mean. I think I'm gonna do would it the like would the inverse maybe of what you're talking about being like the phrase they had a light in their eyes. Have you ever heard that? So like a glimmer in the eye, right? But no, nah, these guys have dead eyes. These guys if, look up. Yeah, that's what I mean. The inverse, the opposite of what you're talking. Yeah, about. the it's inverse like of a the lack of a eye. light in their eyes. Yeah. Like when you're like looking Doty. at them, even if they're talking to you about happy stuff, you're like, you've seen some shit, man. And I've only met three people in my life that had to use aliases to get help for alcoholism that I really understood like in my face what that was. And then I'll put up a little thing up top to show you guys what I mean. I think I did that with Tupacabra and Think Tank a long time ago, but dead eyes is really a serious thing at the upper echelon of CIA. And it's, it's literally throughout history. You see these people that touch a fire and it affects you in a way that you can't look happy. And it sounds stupid, but it's it's also a part of profiling, so it's very real. So anyway, it's just a tale to look for. If somebody's happy-go-lucky, Cocoa Melon, hey, I found UFOs, that's fucking weird. Anyway. Okay, so I'm in the clear then. Really cool thing is Not that you, Mr. Mr. I'm talking about different. Sorry, I was just going to say, I'm sure Mr. Ramirez would, would chime in. He's really open to the community, and he would tell you what his conditions are. He's like in his mid-60s or something. He's just retired. I bet you he's got some kind of eye condition. He'll tell you straight up. I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, I hear. You. It's more of like an intuitive thing, not like a physical feature thing, right? To a degree, but I'm just gonna put this all together for you and put it in the jumbotron so you see. So it's crazy when I lay him out. UFO intros doesn't leave in dead eyes, huh? No, I do. I have them. Okay. Okay. I, I believe that. I met you. I Actually, crazy. These three co-hosts, we were all hanging out together by the pool in freaking what? Pasadena? That was fun times. Yeah. Contact in the desert. Yep. I forgot all about that shit. Yeah. Palm Springs. My... Very scandalous photos of some gentleman in a pool. Yeah. How'd that happen there, bro? I don't know. It's not my fault you're ripped. <laughs> Dude, I get it. I get it. I was like freaking out for a second. I'm like, wait, what's what's? Nora's like, I got a spy there. She sends me a photo of me and they're like up close, and I'm like, and I'm in the pool, and I'm like, who the fuck took the Oh, it was Kimball, and he's even sending it out to everybody. Kimball's creepy ass. <laughs> Kimball. No, it was a good time though, man. As a matter of fact, one of the reasons I like going there is just meeting people because I, I had a conversation today, and like, you don't really go to. To get this yeah. weird anywhere else in person, you can come to these rooms and get weird, right? Can I just say something real quick? Red Panda's going to think this is cloud chasing, but it just like genuinely... Meeting Jay Anderson from Project Unity and John Majorowski, they were like... They like... When I first saw them, I was like, oh, like a couple of hot shots. And then like I talked to them and they were the most genuine people ever. Like seriously, like very, very kind, humble. Like we You're talked for like 20, me. 30 minutes... Yeah, we were trauma bonding, were we? And then yeah, um, John is very cool. My my buddy from high school, who's doesn't matter. He's really successful, but he's also like been way into the phenomena for since he was a kid. He's like the only friend I have in real life that like thinks about this stuff. But he got an email from Jay Anderson today that was like seven paragraphs long, and just was like really really well written. I just. I don't know. I, I feel like those guys are solid dudes, and they were there with us. Awesome. Yeah, that's a fun thing. We should make that a yearly thing, but the, the, the one that we should totally make a yearly thing, if it if they ever bring it back, is the UFO Cruise. That sounds hella fun. 
I posted some pictures just from a couple of, I didn't realize how many events I'd been to. I'm a freaking groupie. I like, I was going through mine just to pull out some different ones. It's like, oh shit, I think I went to max amount in a, a literal year. I went to, was it Vernal? Then UFO Congress, Alien Con, the one in Pasadena. Moon Lake. Manville. What else? <laughs> Moon Lake. Yeah, Moon Lake. Yeah, dude. Anyway, I, I like hanging out there just for reason I can do this, but kind of just do it in person. Because how often do you get to be this freaking weird? So, pretty cool shit. Hey, Shane, man. Hey, thanks for hosting the space, dude. Uh, I'm OC. Nobody important. Uh, I go by Skywalker on Twitter, but I just wanted to say... Um, there's so many people here. Do you ever, do you guys ever try to do like unintentional lies? You know how people are getting together and projecting futures and trying to like, you, you say everything's consciousness, everything around us is consciousness and we contribute to everything that's around us. Right. Uh, even when we die, we become part of that field itself and uh, manifest into something else. I don't know how it works. That's cool. What I'm saying, well, what I'm saying is, do you guys ever end the session and say, hey, or right in the middle of the session when you guys are all hyped up and all, all energetic and stuff, and you just intentionalize three things that you want to accomplish, like you want peace in Gaza or whatever, you know, three three objectives, and you can project those things out when you guys go into your meditative spaces at, at night after the, after the space or even during the space. I'm not trying to say host a meditation and get all, you know, hippie and whatever, but... You can do three things really quick and say, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna write, write three, three things down." You know, fuck. I'm not, I'm not trying to be all culty and say, "Give Putin a heart attack" or something like that. I didn't say that, even though a lot of people are saying that that he actually had a heart attack today. Is that true? I heard that, but you know what? You had a point though. No, that's actually yeah, yeah. a good idea. I believe everything you're saying too. So, right. how do we do it? So, tell us exactly how. Like right in the middle, you just say what? Well, the way I do it, and I don't. You know, everyone everyone crashes CE5. I think it's a good uh, tool, a good way to make contact, protocols or whatever. Um, what we do is we build a coherence in the team before we start, and it's kind of fun. It's like a fun exercise. We say, everybody take your mics off of mute. And when I say one, two, three, everyone says the state that they're in right now. And that, that helps to bring, uh, you know, like a brain-heart coherence together. And you don't even notice it. It's just kind of like a fun game. And before you know it, everyone's heart and brain is beating at the same time. And even though you're like located to different parts of the, of the globe, you guys are still connected, right? And then you can send out information in mass quantities of what you want to accomplish. And that's what they want us to be doing right now, I think. I wonder if there's a way. Sorry, to I'm working out right now. No, you're right. I'm just curious if there's a way to be accidentally connected. Like, because that's yeah, how that's I feel sometimes I'm communi- Like when I was talking earlier, mm-hmm. that's what I feel like. I'm connected to people sometimes like that like receiving shit i don't know i don't know if that's the case i don't know what the fuck i'm doing or talking about it's just there so nice <clears throat> hey yeah guys give me a favor thanks for being here skywalker cool man um retweet the space i think i'm gonna keep it going for another 30 minutes we can talk about anything you want let's put some stuff in the thread though if you don't mind um uh, I just wanted to mention that after your space, UFO Intros is going to be holding a short space regarding the Jesse Mitchell Michaels or whatever and Kurt J. Mongols uh, episode. So Thank that's you. Gonna be cool. 
Actually, Thank you. you know so I, I'm actually going to do it just a full 24 hours from when the space started. I'm just going to do it tomorrow. This oh, has been I'll great. Be ready okay, space now for you. And it's actually hey. just Michael Michaels. I put the, I just put some examples in the Jumbotron, but it's like, a. I guess what I was thinking of when I started picking out pictures is like a person that could never smile. It smiles in your eyes too. And so I actually picked even pictures of these people trying to fucking smile and they can't. And I could get more all day of leaders throughout the world and all that. And when you touch the fire, your eyes change, man. And so I know this sounds weird, dude, but please pay attention to that when you start following these individuals. Nobody's happy-go-lucky that understands such paramount information. Hey, can I piggyback on that, actually? How do I say this? I was having a conversation a while back with somebody, and they were talking about... Earlier, I said I I met people that had seen tech, okay? And then they were talking about pictures, videos, whatever you want to say, right? And then they started saying, you know, sometimes you got to think about it because some of the stuff's pretty heavy, and there's no walking away from it not changed. Does that make sense? And that's just what you were saying, right? So some of the stuff we're all trying to get to. Imagine getting to and not even being prepared, even though you think you're prepared because of it. I mean, shit. I think there was a thing that talks about, was it Jim Simivan when he was shown the phenomenon, the real, the, the real phenomenon, right? Kind of messed him up a little bit. Hell, He's not the only one. So, what is that? Is that perception? Is it a bad thing? Is there multiple good and bad? I don't know. What do you guys think? Don't everybody talk at once. Can you just restate it real quick? Oh, my God. I want to block you, dude. It was just a little little bit convoluted. All right. Well, gee, thanks. All right. That, That helps. I can do that. I talk convoluted sometimes. I agree with that. So I forgot what I said, though, man. So now you got to go back and read it. See? Good and bad. Start me off, man. My ADHD got me messed up. I can't remember what I said. I think there's varying types of good and bad, you know? Thank you. She followed me. Good and bad. Um, I was away from my phone. Sorry. Uh, it It just depends on also whose moral compass you're going off of. Like. Some things, uh, some people's moral compass might be a little further extended than others. So um, it just, it's in the eye of the beholder, I, I guess. But there's some things that's just universally wrong, like killing people and hurting children. And, you know, like, uh, but they make exceptions for that, too. So I don't know. I mean, I guess I think they do, but it's more like, a, well, not the government. They don't do greater good it's about numbers. But sometimes I think it comes down to the whole, uh, what is it, the... Uh... I'll just say greater good because you know you give somebody a choice to kill I don't think they take it unless they unless they're a sociopath right unless they had to but I fuck me man I don't know dude they retweet the space hey guys we're probably gonna go I don't know maybe 15 more minutes I'm tired as hell actually I've done two three hour interviews in two days in a row and my brain this is the coolest part man like I said the more I learn the better I feel about, I guess, everything I went through, right? About validating my experience, things like that. Stuff I talk about. But also that kind of, we've all been doing good shit, man. We're doing the real shit. I don't know anybody else talking about this shit. I, I guess for your thing you brought up earlier about good and bad, like the, 
time. Time really changes good or bad. And then your barometer on what's the ultimate bad. I know that sounds stupid, like really bad English, but this is like the only way I could explain these things is my chopped up verbiage. Like as time goes on, you, you, you do see what is always bad, right? So there are points in history that have never changed perceptively across the globe. Like um, certain things people did in World War II or atrocities before that, right? And throughout history, it seems the perception is, is, is not shifting. I mean, it, um, I don't know. You go back all, all throughout history and there's things that have written. And if you read about them from different cultures, they're always very bad. And I guess that to me is the ultimate bad. And then, you know, the ultimate good is things that are always written upon. And can't wonder, be written upon any other way, like love or, you know, sci-fi books. It's no, that. I mean, those are all good points, actually, and I've thought about them. I, I wonder if it comes down to this. So those bad experiences are traumatic, right? And time slows down. You grab more detail in trauma. And it's a form of time traveling, really, right? And I wonder if it's because those experiences, even though maybe not anymore, they're just, they have more detail. So those are the ones they write about, right? Whereas when we all know a good time, things are going good, it flies. It's gone. It doesn't, almost like it doesn't exist. So I, I've often been thinking if the reason we see all those bads written, right? It's what they're writing about all the time. It's because they have more detail and, and that's just a conscious thing too. I, time travel's real. RV. Go ahead. Scream. Scream. Oh, sorry. My bad. Uh, caught me switching over uh, headphones. Um, yeah, you you mentioned about people not being ready. Um, I don't think pe people get into that enough, and uh, I don't know if people are ready. You know, um, you get into uh, like me, for instance, see a TR three B. I'm looking at anti gravity. Then it goes invisible, right? From like being able to see through it a little bit, like the predator, to not being able to see it at all. So there was technology that was able to hide itself from me in any way that I've been taught to like uh to visualize you know what we would call reality you know anything I experienced my whole life and this thing just disappears right so like to think about that there could be tech that could just be right outside of us all the time uh or that we could be living inside of this matrix type thing or uh, consciousness experiencing itself, and then you get into is your family even real type stuff. I, I don't think people are ready for that, honestly. Do you guys think DNA, bloodlines, what do you think it is that draws, I guess, some of the increased attention from human and NHI? What do you think that is? trauma maybe hey that's a good point do you think they're interested in their emotions because well, tell me about that i have no idea i just uh been to a few goddamn bone man you come out with some good shit about to, you bone. that's a good point i pause i pause that doesn't mean i'm done i just i don't know listening in on experiencer groups who people seem like way wilder things than me it seems like alcoholism might be a trend and it's not like being an alcoholic is going to make you see aliens, but just, you know, people maybe who resort to chemicals to like deal with shit 
have been through shit. I don't know. Like maybe anyone who's maybe depressed. Maybe those indigo like kids, history. those indigo children just became addicts, like it says they do. You maybe know, it's one, the energy and the emotion. Yeah, it could be multiple things, but I will say one of the common listings for indigo children is something along those lines, like addiction. Uh just it's the stuff we talk about in these rooms that a lot that's common with individuals that see these things. Does that not that's wild, huh? I mean, I looked at a list one time, I swear to I almost freaked out. I was like, somebody write my life. It looked like someone wrote a checklist on my life for an indigo child. And I'm like, that's ridiculous, man. 17 to 17, 14 to 14, stuff like that, right? And I'm like, doesn't mean anything, right? Don't know what an indigo child is. Maybe just got that uh indigo glow about my aura, right? Who knows? Is that your cologne, Indiglo? Yeah, that's a good one, Screen. Hey, someone should make that shit. I'd buy it. I'd buy Sombre first. Indiglo Shane. Dude, I, born in 79. Oh, I hit him. You know, I, I could be. Or the Antichrist. One of those two. My ex nah, is the Antichrist. He's coming from Europe. He's coming from Europe. God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. UFO Shane is the Antichrist. Yo, my dad had this whole thing when we were kids about that, bro. And I'm, I always try to find, like, where did – so he wasn't religious. Everybody – anybody who knows me knows my dad was like a goomba. But he was a great guy, an awesome dude. But um, I guess he keep it a, kept it a secret, his love for all this stuff. But he used to, like, bring up how the Antichrist was going to come from the reestablished Roman Empire, which would be Europe. And I've always It's always bothered me now when I look at it. And then he was, like, the – yeah, one night he went on a run, like just drinking sambuca and talking about with his friends, and they were like, they were into it. And I just remember he was like, "You, you fucking, you seen the revelation and the scorpions and the flying?" He's like, "You ever look at a fucking Apache helicopter?" He's like, "That doesn't sound like a flying fucking scorpion to you." And dude, he tripped out all these guys, man. I'll, I'll just never forget it. And then as I got older, yeah, he showed me, you know, his favorite movie was The Knowing with Nicolas Cage and and things like that. It Fantastic. was tripping. Don't you know a lot about that? the antichrist oh shit we didn't even get there that's how we're gonna end it on antichrist i'm with it well first let's get over to 12 24 2 before we get on to the happy stuff by the way <laughs> did i pronounce your name right or is it one two two four two i want to make sure i pronounce it right 12 24 2 or twelve thousand two hundred four two. christmas eve 2 you're up Are you there? I think he's got a shirt on. Hey, twelve two four two. Are you you there? We can hear. It. I mean, we can kind of hear you. Are you trying to talk? Because we can't hear you now. Are you yeah. not trying to talk? You're just trying to turn it off? Maybe, maybe, maybe he goes by 26RLB96. I got your mic for you, buddy. That's what you're trying to do. You didn't know how you hit it? No, baby. If you want to talk, just let me know. I can help you out or raise your hand, whatever. No need to panic. Maybe they sound like a sock puppet. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. That's a, how do you know? Because of the ruffling of fabric. 
Oh, no, maybe that was a sign <laughs> for a Manchurian candidate. I meant like Mr. Sacco, like fucking a real sock on a hand. Jesus Christ, Shane. I got I'm it. Kidding, okay. I'm oh, kidding, I thought you meant oh, Mick West writes on Wikipedia. Sock See, that's when you know you need a vacation. You should take one day and just run through the Star Wars whole universe and then come back and reset. Oh, I did. Speaking of Star Wars, though, SDI was actually put up by Reagan to take out NHIs and for us to, you know, fight on the humans with, right? Good point, Star Wars. It's still you up there, who right? Max Rebo is? What? Do you know who Max Rebo is? No. The Star Wars universe. Never Damn, mind. what? Really? I'm lost now. You said I thought I was caught up on Star Wars. You said Max. I'm lost. I'm going to look at this now. So, your mind went to Max Revo when I just said we have satellites in space to shoot craft. Human Yo, Reagan, I hate that. Think about Star Wars. I, I, lo- I just like, Google Max Revo. Reagan didn't mean aliens, man. I'm 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 dying on that hill. Oh. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna tell you treaties exist, and I'll tell you, no one's told me they exist. That's why I'm gonna tell you they exist. Because when I've asked multiple times with multiple people, can't talk about national security type stuff. Yeah, yeah I would only, dude. UFOs are fucking real, man. But so was the fact that they kept it a secret for eight years that Ronald Reagan couldn't remember anything in the past five minutes, and that he needed visual aids to do his daily briefing. And so that's why, like, I, I like it because it's a cool speech in the 80s America is like when I was born. But now my true understanding of that is that guy didn't fucking, A, know what the fuck he was talking about. And B, it wasn't about aliens. Although there's probably real alien projects going on. And they still built kinetic. Oh, systems. it wasn't Reagan, though. He was a puppet because he was sick as yeah. hell, right? It was Nancy Reagan was the real president back then. And I, I fucking swear to God, it sounds funny. She went everywhere and she said the answers. And William Casey, in fact, the director of the fucking CIA, she would be there with him and Reagan back then. And so, yeah, that was our uh, our real. We already had a female president. Her name was Nancy Reagan. Right on. I don't buy treaties, though. It's like, we're too greedy. You think they're not going to, like, uh, go behind that? Oh, we will. Wait, wait. But first of all, one man's treaty is another man's surrender. When you don't really got an option, you're going to sign a treaty. I, I'm telling you, I, I know we have them in some form. I also think they play into, look, we could call it nice, bad, but I just think it's real. I think it's You would have to admit it's real to other countries to have treaties. Well, we're just the best at bullshitting, bro. I really think that now I think they siphon it to America because we're phenomenal about PR, media, and, and literally channeling people's thoughts via, like, whatever's happening. And, and so, he, like... That's probably like I used to think it was because of our military, which I still do believe as well. But we're also professionals at PR. The Vescovia Accords. And yeah, there you go. And check this out. What if, for example, no, you made a point. Good point. You, if it's a treaty, you want it with other countries, right? Uh, if you're trying to prevent that, that's what they were doing. So that's a sock or a person killing somebody. Or a person rubbing their dick on the mic, but you got to. Or, or the CIA interrupting me. They don't want me to talk. I can't talk anymore about. They're it. ripping off the cord. If my tax dollars went there, I'd be upset. You know no, I, I, what I was saying. I don't remember what the hell I was saying. So that was a good. That was a good interruption. Saved my life, probably. You probably saved my life. 
you know how you you know you're in good company when everybody still stays in your conversation even though there's a period of silence like lasting greater than 30 seconds so (laughs) go for it i don't remember what the hell i was saying i just think the treaties are real that's all i'm saying yeah, the, I think they're really. Oh, I, I I'm I'm big on w- war theory. Not because I like I don't like war. I like reading, but but I don't like that it happens. I just mean like I can't see any way. Like at some point, people are either gonna figure out. Like let's say if hybrid theory is real, at some point people are objectively gonna figure it out. And for like seven billion people, somebody's gonna get upset. Like even one percent of that is a substantial number of people pissed the fuck off that they decided not to ask permission to hybridize. Secondly, they if you know if body snatcher theory is real, like but I don't mean body snatcher, but like abductions. Like if abductions are real, well, a lot of war law and a lot of human rights law is based on the concept that one life, one life, one life is an atrocity. So the first person you abducted, that's war. Then thirdly, if Here's it was one to come, idea. well, real quick, if it was to come make intentionalize taking control of the military back into the people's hands. What the fuck? That wouldn't even be a solution for aliens either. Intentionalize. I'm with you, Skywalker. Everyone right. putting guns down. No more fighting from across. Oh, that's borders. what you meant. Oh, are we doing that now? Okay, hold up, guys. So real quick, we are gonna. Well, <laughs> yeah, was Mike on purpose? Look, my uh. Tooth radio has been activated. I got to go do some mass something, right? So check this out. Retweet the space. What I was actually going to say is I read, I think it's Bibliotides is on there, about the treaties. And to answer your question, the reason we would have taken it, you said other countries, is because we want to get it before they do. Because Nazi Germany had them. And we were worried Russia was going to sign one with them, right? We were right in the height of the Cold War. So we wanted to get there first. That's what I read on Bibliotides. That's what I was going to say earlier if the CIA stopped me. I'm, I'm sure they were going to say something really crazy. But we whatever. Tre- Russia did have a treaty with the Nazis in the beginning. Are you talking about like an alien No, treaty? the aliens. What, that's what I'm saying. Oh, it's okay, like okay, okay. When I said oh, the treaties exist for a reason and he had said, well, then they'd want to have them with other countries. I think the point of it was they were scared they were going to get a treaty with another country because part of the treaty was tech for this, humans, right? That's the supposal if you go read it. So, And the Nazis had it. A treaty, so I think they were just scared. Nate, that's what they did. That's my opinion. What's up? Uh, what's your name there, Kimball? <laughs> you have uh, me Kimball. Guys, um, so if you haven't seen the latest episode of Theories of Everything, Courage on Mungles podcast, go check that out. Tomorrow at five uh four thirty Pacific time. I think that's six thirty Eastern time. I'm going to hold the space um, just for the first like 20 minutes of that interview. I think he covers a lot of really important things for especially people in this space to think about and consider Um, just regarding ufology and, you know, the skeptics versus the overly credulous believers and how like Jesse Michaels makes decisions. I just think Kurt and Jesse are both like really brilliant guys. And I, I really love that episode, but I'm going to discuss the first 20 minutes tomorrow uh, under this account. I'll put it in the nest here in a second. But, yeah, I was going to do that today, but I really love this space. All that. Thanks for doing it. And, yeah, hopefully I would love some of you guys to come in and chime in tomorrow when I do that space. Thanks, guys. Right on, man. Uh, you got anything you want to say, Red Panda, real quick? We'll get to the uh, last one. No. Just uh, excited for Kimball Space. Oh, uh, yeah, let's hear what, what he's got to say. We're going to go to the last two hands. So, info and then screen. 
and then I'll close no, it out. Man. Uh, I got nothing for a closeout, so good night, people. All right, night, man. It's good to see you in the space, man. Nice to have you on your seventh count. It's okay, man. I'll keep doing the mission. <laughs> yeah, right on, brother. Go ahead, screen. Uh, I'll keep it short. Um, go check out Red Panda's video with uh, UFOs and uh, like the atomic science age. Um, Y'all were talking about the Nazis and them getting the tech or whatever. Their thing was looking for artifacts. Um, when you listen to how to how they're described, they're described like like nuclear stuff. Um, you know, and uh, allegedly that's where the U.S. got most of their stuff was uh, you know like this leftover uh, artifact type deals. So you know, that's the video Jesse up. cited in his uh, Grush documentary heavily. So Kimball. And if anybody knows, before I say my piece, where I can get a shot of some NHI biologics to Superman myself, holla, because I sure could use it. I got to get my hip replaced. But do me a favor, retweet the space, donate to Wounded Warrior, harass Nora's new account. She really appreciates that, guys. So thank you guys for being here, man. Follow all my speakers and hosts. We do this a lot. We have a good time. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. So retweet. Fun Thanks, space. Guys. Thanks, Shane. Thanks, Bye.